In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He is Daryl Ryder. I am Andy Baskin. 8.5. Not the Richter scale of John Carroll. What Vegas believes the Browns will win this year. Are you under or are you over? Daryl Ryder. I'm under. Under. Ooh. I'm an eight. Missed it by a half point. No improvement over last year is what you're saying. No. Downgraded at quarterback. Downgraded at receiver. Defense. Stood pat. Maybe got a smidge better. Um, Running back got better. Got deeper. But at the most important position, they downgraded. I mean, I think Baker Mayfield's a better player than Jacoby Brissett. I'm sorry. Um, but I think that the organization is a lot happier that they have Jacoby Brissett and not Baker Mayfield to be, you know, to sure. you, know, balance, you know, balance that out. But I'm just strict football evaluation here. I think a healthy Baker Mayfield, yeah, I, I think that, uh, they downgraded a quarterback until Deshaun Watson's allowed to play. And I look at that schedule, man. Oof, brutal. It is a brutal schedule. And the, the first four weeks are going to determine whether or not the Titanic takes on water after hitting an iceberg. Like that, those first four games decide the season, in my opinion, because mm. they, if they are like at worst, they need to be two and two through the four games. Okay. If they're one and three through those four games, see y'all next year. Um, but yeah, I I look at those seven games from October to the end of November, and man, Andy, that is just it's a gauntlet. So yeah, right now I'm gonna say under they win eight games. So Here's how I think the season's going to play out. And this isn't I, – I eliminated my heart. I kind of feel like – I feel like Jacoby Brissett's going to play a little better than we think he is. I hope so, at least. And then I think, you know, they'll be over – I think they can be over 500 after 11 games. And then I think we're going to bring in a quarterback who hasn't played in 27 games. And it's not going to be what we expect. I don't know. I think it's very difficult to ask someone to be a top five quarterback in the NFL after they've sat out for 27 games. And that's where I think that this season's going to take a weird twist. Where I think that Brissett and Stefanski will be able to be on the same page. Maybe they add another wide receiver or maybe David Njoku or one of the running backs gets a lot more receptions than we think. At least that's the way I think it could play out. And I, I, I really think that you know, like expectations for David Bell because he's a rookie, he's going to get better as the year goes on. I don't know about Deshaun Watson when he comes back. And that's not against Deshaun Watson. I just think it's – if he can be a top-five quarterback when he comes back, that's like superhuman. I just don't know how you can sit out that long and be one of the elite quarterbacks of the NFL. Now, maybe when we're talking sometime next year, I'll change my mind on all that and – 
hopefully Deshaun will go back to where he was. I know people talk about, you know, like, oh, backups are always ready to go because they're backups and they know how to get in. I think that's horse you know what. I mean, there's a human element to what these guys do. And I think the game's going to look really fast to Deshaun when he comes back. And I have a feeling this is the way it's going to play out. This is the way. What do you think? I 100% agree with you. Don't! 100%. Wow. And you think they'll be a little better with Brissett than we think? I don't know because the supporting cast. Like, you have one proven wide receiver on this team. One. I'm not arguing with you on that at all. No. Week one, you got to face your former quarterback. Oh, by the way, you never win in week one. One twenty-one and one. One twenty-one and one. Bush two was president the last time the Browns won in week one. Bush light. They have like a nineteen or twenty-game winless streak. Yes, they will always have that tie against the Pittsburgh Steelers a few years ago. Wow. But, I mean, history plus Baker, but it is a winnable game. They can beat Carolina, but that's that's going to be interesting. Then they come the home. The defense will have to win the game. And watch, it'll be a Cade York field goal that wins it. Yeah. Then they got the Jets at home. That's very winnable. Okay. Maybe Steelers you're doing on a short week. Never. Steelers, so everything I keep hearing about, they're like, I think the Steelers have some issues, so I really do. And you know the other thing? But my problem is every time, every Andy, I swear to God, for like the last 10 years, I've been saying this is the year the Steelers just flat out suck. And every year, Mike Tomlin finds a way to have them 500 or better. He has never had a losing season in Pittsburgh. They will win nine games. They'll figure it out. And we may be two of them. It's 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 incredible. So mm-hmm. I it's a winnable game. but. I just I can't take this that for granted, right? right. Falcons they should slap the you know what out of well, the Well, now okay, look, I'll give you the Pittsburgh game. Where are you? 4 and 1? Well, I th- so conceivably the Browns potentially could go 4 and 0. They could. They could start 4 and 0. Okay. Let's be honest about it. The Browns are not going to start a season 4 and 0. <laughs> no, that 121 and 1 thing haunts me every time I watch it. Like, oh, look, oh they played so competitive in this game. I know. We say that um, they played so competitive. So, oh, they're going to, they're there. They're back. And, and unfortunately it tends to like set the tone, right? I mean, they right. only had three winning seasons since 1999 or is it four? Are they up to four now. I've lost track. There's been think, so few. Uh, <laughs> 2003, yeah. they went nine and seven and made the right. playoffs. Butch. Uh, 2007, they missed the playoffs, but went 10 and six. Hoyer and, year, right? Um, And then uh, 2020. They made the playoffs going eleven and five because they had a bunch of set. They had a couple yeah. of seven and nines in there, so they've only yeah they've only had three winning seasons since nineteen ninety nine. Three, yeah, that's correct. Oh boy, I don't even want to think. So that. yeah, week one losses tend to set the tone. So they but they could like those first four games, Andy. There is an opportunity where they could they could conceivably start four and zero, and if that happens, then I think this team really could take off. I really believe that, but. If they stub their toe early and they're like two and two, or they're only able to win one of the first four, it it like it's just the the trains are gonna you know the trains gonna come off the tracks because you've got Justin Herbert and the Chargers, 
you've got Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. You've got Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Wait, won't he be in Miami then? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals follow that. Okay, I got to tell you, everything I hear about the Bengals' offensive line is brutal. They're That's not fine. good. I'm saying uh, they they uh, were in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, the know. Browns have never sniffed the Super Bowl. Uh, the Dolphins close. on November thirteenth. Josh Allen and the Bills. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Like that is a and uh, that is just a very very what week? Uh, what week are the Bucks? November twenty seventh. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, and then, and then, of course, December fourth. Assuming that Deshaun Watson is full in, in full compliance with his uh, terms of reinstatement, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he'll start December fourth against the Houston Texans. Seems a long way away. That's it's, you realize. I mean, there's just it, it, like I said, those first four games I think are going to set the tone for the entire season, and it's either going to set them up for some success going into that tough seven game stretch. Or this thing is just going to like spiral completely out of control, um, and and by the time Deshaun comes back, the season will be lost. So, um, I, I just I don't I don't see them being like a hover around five hundred team. You know what I'm saying? Like I I think they're going to be either really really good, or it's just going to go really really bad for them. All right, I'm just looking something up here real quick. Um, you do realize. Now, if you want to realize how long it is until Deshaun Watson comes back, Deshaun Watson doesn't come back. What day did you say comes back? December? December 4. December 4. The entire Big Ten schedule and the Big Ten football championship will have been played before he comes back. Wait, That's how far Ten, away it is. The Big Ten championship game will have been played? The Big Ten championship game is on December 3rd. He comes wow. back on the 4th. The entire Big Ten season is has to be complete before he comes back. So, if I'm understanding you uh, you uh, correctly here, and uh, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. um, gonna be a while. <laughs> yeah, you're good at math. You're very good at math. Not really, but <laughs> it works for this one. Um, so, Daryl, um, just some podcast news for everybody too. We will be going to three podcasts a week. I can't remember if it's next week or the week after. I'm assuming it's once the season starts. So I would think two after next week. After the season opener. Yes. So just if you like the podcast and you enjoy it and you're driving around town and you like listening to it, just to give you a heads up, we are going to add another podcast once the season starts. So and a little bit more than just a game podcast. Yes. Tell people that are we allowed? Yeah, no, go ahead. That? Knock it out. Okay. Post-game so, podcast. Come so we're looking at a post-game podcast. What do we, what do we, I forgot what we came up with. And then the we'll, uh, usual two during the week. Two during the week, yeah. That normally drop in the morning. We'll make it up as we go along. <laughs> and if there's huge breaking news, of course, we'll we'll give you an emergency podcast. We like doing that. We do. Um, I'm just looking at the schedule. And then uh, they got the Thursday night game. So the, the week of uh, the Steelers game, going to be a little flexible there as far as our schedule goes. But otherwise, we're going to make an effort to uh, have a, a pretty consistent schedule during mm-hmm. the season. Daryl, I want to add a new element that might get cut. Um, let's end every show with one unusual question. You ask me one unusual question. I'll ask you another unusual question. How's that sound? 
Once a week, we'll ask each other. It doesn't have to do with football. It can be okay. anything. So it's one. And then if you want to participate, hop in at, at Game Day CLE on Twitter or Instagram, and you can ask one unusual question of either one of us. Today, Daryl, I will ask you an unusual question, and then you can ask me an unusual question. I put right. you on the spot. I'm ready to go. All right. My unusual question for Daryl Ryder. In your office where you do your show, you have all kinds of memorabilia. What is Daryl Ryder's favorite piece of memorabilia in his office? Ooh. This 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 is going to work really well on the podcast. I'm currently, so I'll do play-by-play. I am currently looking around the office right now. Okay. And um, I'm just going to say my entire bobblehead collection. And there are one, two, three, four cabinets filled with bobbleheads. And if you ask me to pick a favorite, we're going to be here for another 45 minutes while I try and figure out my favorite bobblehead. So I'm just going to cop out and say the entire bobblehead collection. Very good. I have an extensive bobblehead collection too. You know what else I have? I have an extensive Mike flag collection. Do you know what that is? I, I, for I anyone have, that's not I listening, have... I have all of these Mike flags from stations that I've worked at. All of the alphabet, all over the place, from Montana to here to ESPN to you name it, and I've got it. What's this? Oh, he's showing me all of his. He's got old radio stations that he's worked for, too. You're not the only one. (laughs) I I think there's only one station I don't have, and that was KGVO when I worked in Missoula, and I did. uh, uh, I don't think the funny part is I don't think we can afford Mike flags. All right, Daryl, your turn. You can ask. Same here. I don't have a Mike flag from my first radio station because we did not have them. Yeah, we couldn't afford them. (laughs) I think that's a yeah, nice way of putting it. We used to put uh, cotton balls around budget. it. <laughs> I told you the, the line about my bosses in Missoula, right? Yes. You how about do. how cheap they were? Or what they used to say, how cheap they were? Yes. That if it cost a nickel to go to the bathroom, they would explode. Okay, Daryl, your turn. One unusual question. Favorite press box delicacy ooh in just cleveland no like what is your f- favorite thing hmm. to be able to consume in a press box it can be a beverage it can be a dessert it can be an entree oh man if you say salad i'm going to be very disappointed in you no i'm going to tell you who had the best uh, that's not the question. Uh-huh. That's um, but it's got to be a food. It it has to be a food or a beverage. All right. While you think of yours, I'll tell you mine. Tell me yours, and then I'll tell you mine. Okay. The halftime pretzels at First Energy Stadium. They are good. They're, I don't know. If they're really pretzels. They're more like salad bread. That are pretzel e. Well, they're, they're pretzel long sticks pretzel sticks. sticks this year. Yeah. yeah, they went to pretzel sticks this year, and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, but um, yeah, the the halftime pretzels, I I do enjoy those. All right, I stalled enough. I okay. Well, here's what I'll say. Uh, here's what I'll say. And this was my favorite food, but I had to go out in the stands to go get it. Does that count or no? 
No, I can't say that. No, you. It's got to. Yeah, all I can you, say is it, it's it, it, the barrio nachos at the ballpark are unbelievable. They're unbelievable. And I would. I, the problem was I would spend an inning out there waiting to get them because the line was so long, <laughs> and then I would take them back up to the press box. See, that's why I always I always went like as soon as the gates open. So that that's what I do when when I'm covering uh, Guardians games is when I need dinner. Uh, as soon as the gates open, I hit the concession stand so that I don't have to wait in line. I am the first customer of the night. All right. Here's what oh, I'll say. Uh, you know what I really like? I, I like the fact that uh, the Browns have those giant bottles of water. I know that's lame. It's a silly. It's, it, that it's, is- it's Miles new. It Miles, the one that Miles promotes. That but is I like the fact that I can go grab a bottle I of water. Like water, Andy Baskins. I'm trying to because you know why? None of the food knocks my socks off. Do you want me to say hot dogs? I can eat hot dogs all day. <laughs> I like hot dogs, but if I say hot dogs, I'm like, I don't think this bit has gone as well as you thought it would. No, it sucks. It's At probably gonna get cut you. anyway. I, I'm I, I'm trying to think of what <laughs> we have in the Bronx. I've got plenty to say, but for you, it's not gone so well. No, because I think about other press, like Fenway Park. Press box delicacy, ladies and gentlemen, is a freaking bottle of water. Dude, Fenway Park was the best. Minnesota, they would come up to you. The twins would come up and ask you what you would like to eat. Now, this is back in the day. I don't know if they still do it, but and it was at their old ballpark. Um, I hated Yankee Stadium food. Brutal. Like, I felt like some old lady with a hairnet and a cigarette and like was sitting in the back and making like cheese sandwiches from bread that was, that they didn't use in the ballpark for the last couple days oh, back in the fantastic. day. Um, Fenway had amazing food. Fenway pretty much had any food you could think of. And I felt like I, I seem to remember they had two areas where you could eat. Um, Anaheim I always liked too, because you could sit outside. Um, man, I'm going old school on some of this stuff. Trying to think about, you know, I'm a big popcorn guy too, popcorn and peanuts. So if they have popcorn and peanuts, that keeps me happy. How's that sound? There's a long way to go. We'll think of better unusual questions. I mean, how do you go wrong? Cracker Jack? Daryl, I think our time has run up. I think the meter, I think the meter is done. You ran the meter out. You filibustered that one. I tried. I tried not to. I will never forget Andy Baskin's go-to in the press box, a bottle of water. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I will make sure that the next Who will time live I longer? press box, I'm going to have a bunch of bottle water of water for you. They did have Chinese food. Uh, what was that, last game? Yes. That's maybe we should do that at the end of the show. Rate the, rate the press food food, the press box food for every game. Uh, so our esteemed producer, Meredith. Uh, yes. Wanted me to mention no. the uh, the uh, the crab cakes at Ravens games, which again I would, but I went with pretzel sticks at First Energy Stadium because, well, anyone that has seen me, Meredith, <laughs> you can hop uh, in. Like, no one's stopping I'm the, you. I'm the first one to race to the uh, the lunch room to get in line to get my uh, halftime pretzel. So. All right, I'm tired. I'm done. So are you. And we've had a long week. And guess what we'll be talking about next? Game number one. Yeah, baby. Game number one. Baker Mayfield, the heat will be turned on even more. Daryl, uh, quickly, a final, saw, a final thought. 
I'm still getting over you, the water, and your yeah. bottle of water. I suck. How's that sound? You want to leave it at that? We'll leave it. No, at I, that. I now I just like the record to reflect that you said that That's and fine. not me. I just didn't have an answer, and I was like, I, I love the convenience of it. You're, hey, you're the one that said, "Hey, you know, got the got the unusual off the wall question again." I clearly was prepared, and you were not. And <laughs> we didn't even is, know we were doing this. I just made it up at the end, it. trying to give people a little bit more. I know, and and you know what? Hopefully, next podcast you will have more to give than a bottle of water. All right, I'm going to start writing down more unusual questions, and you are not going to like me as this thing moves forward. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our amazing producer Meredith Kane. Thank you, Meredith, for putting up with us again. This has been It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. If you want to be a part of the show, at Game Day CLE on Instagram and on Twitter. It's Always Game Day in Cleveland.